Shalom, we're back with the message of the Daf Chof Vov. Today's Daf discusses whether an island is, gets the chance of drinking the Mesoita or Ksuba. What are the advantages of Tahara? What are the perks? What happens when it turns out that she's Tahar? Soita when it comes to interesting but valid marriages. Occurs for that. What does the the Mishnah mean when when it's learning from the pasuk of Ish? What is that excluding? Who can't the Baal do a kinoy on? Learn that there is that uh, sleeping with a behema does not count as znus halachically. And when it comes to the kinoy, what does the ter- what's the Torah telling us when excluding? What's it excluding with the words shechvas zera? Now we finished off yesterday. Rabbi Nachman told us that everyone agrees that by an islandess doesn't drink the mitzvah and doesn't get her ksuba. And the Gemara is going to bring in a, a long brisa, which ends up asking that an islandess can drink. But let's go through the brisa from the beginning. It tells us that someone warns his orus or shemeres yavam. If she did her stira before he married her, then she doesn't drink and she doesn't get her ksuba. Next, if the woman that this man married was pregnant or is nursing a baby from the previous marriage within two years, where the Chachamim said not to marry her yet, she doesn't drink and doesn't get the ksuba, according to her mayor, because her mayor says, do not marry a pregnant or nursing woman. If he did, he has to divorce her and never marry her again. The Chachamim disagree with her mayor. They're more makel. They say, divorce her now, and after two years, you, we will be allowed to marry her. Next, the, the, the Bryce the Tercepta tells us that a young man who married an Akara or an elderly woman who's unable to have children, if he has no other children, then these women do not drink. They do not get their ksuba. This is not a marriage we want to maintain, the Rebbe Lazar says. That he could just marry someone else and have the oath approval with with her, but this Akaranzakena can drink the meisoita and keep her ksuba. However, if someone says a kinoi gives a warning to his arus or shmeres yavam after he marries her, she has stira, then she has to either drink or lose her ksuba. If it's his own pregnant or nursing wife, also she can drink or give up her ksuba. Rashi says that the Havmina is that we wouldn't want her to die with her pregnant child. This is argues with that. A young man who marries an Akora Zakena and has other children, his barren or elderly wife, can either drink the Mesaita or give up her ksuba since he has other children with the other wife. The wife of a mamzer. Man... Or a, a, a Nasin, where the Gavoyna marries a Nasin, the wife of a Ger, or an Eved, who was freed. Or, and here's the punchline, an Islandess has the option of drinking the Mesoita or giving up the Aksuba. I, Rabbi Nachman, said that an Islandess, everyone agrees you cannot drink the Mesoita. Rabbi Nachman would answer that while everyone in our Sugiya agrees, there is a Machlekes Tanoim. I hold like the Tana who says that an Islandess. Cannot drink. In a bryser, Shimon ben tells us that an islandess is not allowed to drink and does not get her ksuba. She, she's out. Based on the positive of an oxa, the nizra zero. 
It's telling us that Soita is available for those who w would be able to have children if she's proven to her. The Rabbanon, they hold that an islandess can drink. What do they do with this pasuk? They say that Venox of Venizra Zera is saying that if she was an Akara before this episode, she would now be able to have children after drinking the Mesoita. That's uh, Rabbi Akiva's understanding. But Rabbi Shmuel tells Rabbi Akiva, if that's how the Mesoita takes effect, then every Akara should go do Stira, and then she'll be able to have kids. What this one woman who didn't you know, violate her marriage and her husband's kinoi and didn't do Stira, so she's going to lose out and won't be able to have kids? No, he says that the Pasuk of Nizrazer teaches us that if she her her birth was going to be painful, it would be easy. She was supposed to be giving birth to Nekevas. She'll give birth to Zacharim. If they were supposed to be short, they'll be long. If they're supposed to be dark, they'll be white. Now he said that an Aishas Ger, an Eved, and uh, a freed slave or an Islandess can drink. Well, what's having me now that, that they can't? Now I might think that the Pasuk of Dabir al Bnei Yisrael is excluding Gerim. That's why we say no, a game can also be involved with the Saita. The Gemara says, why is that not a good diak? Because the Pasuk of Marta includes Gerim. Now we said an Aishas coin could also drink. Now I might think the Helon Espasa Asura. And Hanesha's coin is not in the sugya of Nespasa at all. Maybe she doesn't have the chance of drinking. Sugya of Soita is not only by the wife of a Yisrael. We said that after she drinks, she's going to be taller to her husband. She's mutter to be with her husband. Isn't that obvious? Rav Huna says she's even mutter to her husband if her body is deteriorating. The Gemara says, wait, if her body is deteriorating, that shows that she was Mazana, where it says no, her deterioration is different. It's not derech soita from the stomach first, it's derech evarim. Chiddush is that I might think that this is still a result of her being Mazana. Maybe it's just taking effect on her because it was ba'enes. Now, as a, as a wife of an, as a ma'ane, she's not allowed to be married to her. Kamash ma'lan, that she's mutter to her husband even if she's having other deteriorations. They're drinking the mesoita. The wife of a siris, a sterile man, is allowed to drink the mesoita. What's the chiddush? I might think that because of the pasuk mibaladei sheikh, besides for the relationships that she was having with her husband, she was with this man. Since this husband doesn't have the ability to supply that husbandry, Maybe the wife is not in the sugya of soita, kamash malon, that she can drink the me soita. Next, our Mishnah said that the husband is allowed to do a kinoi on any of the arayas. What's the chiddush? I might think that the Pasuk says nitmoa twice. One is for the Baal, one is for the Boyel, the man who she secluded with. Maybe, since this relative or other in relation to his wife, is already usher. Maybe the husband cannot do a kinoi on him. Maybe there, maybe there is no hilchasaita with this relative, kamash malan, that the that the husband can set a kinoi on anyone, even those who are already usher to her. The exception the mission says is a cotton or an enoi ish. So it can't be a cotton because the pasuk says ish, a man, not a cotton. But what's this? Enoi ish. 
the husband can't do a kinoi on. So we have three options. The first is maybe he can't do a, a kinoi on someone who is a shachuf, who's not mazria, or can't have a sure he's impotent. The problem is that uh, Shmuel says that you can do a kinoi to a shachuf, and he would passel the woman from eating chuma. Why wouldn't you be allowed to do a kinoi on this on on, on the shachuf? Because I may think that the pasuk says v'shochav ish oisah shechvazara, and the Torah is saying that it's only if he's able to produce shechvazara. Kamashmelon, you can even do a kinoi on him. Chedesh of upoisal the truma that this man is also able to pass the woman to eat truma because the pasuk says lo yechal zaroi. Torah is saying that I might I might think. That only a forbidden relationship with someone who has zera would be mechalel this woman from eating truma anymore. Kamash malan that he can, even the shochov can pass away from eating truma. So if that's not what enoi ish in Amishnah is referring to, then who who what who can the husband not put a kinoi on? There's the cotton and the enoyish. So the second option of enoyish is an oivet kochav magoy. The problem with that, you're saying that a husband can't do a kinoy on a goy. If Amnuna tells us, the favors that you can do a kinoy on a goy, and a goy would pass a woman from eating chuma. That's the chedish that you could do a kinoy on a goy, because I may think the Pasuk says, nitmo twice, one for the baal, one for the boyel. Where the boyel is now ossering her with this nose, but she was, but in a case where the guy was always ossered to her, maybe he would not. There wouldn't, there would be no sugya of soita by no kinoi by a guy And there is, and the chiddush that the guy would pass the woman for truma. I might think that when the pasuk says ubas koyim kisiel ish zar, maybe the Torah is saying that only someone who can technically marry, has is in a sugya of marriage, would pass all the woman, the Aisha's Kayan from eating Chuma. Maybe the guy can't, Kamash Malon, that the guy would pass all. We see this from Yoichanun who says for all, maybe Shmuel, that a guy or an Eved that sleeps with a Koyhenes or a Levio or even a Bas Yisrael would pass all her, because the Pasuk says, Bas Koyen Kisiel Almono Ugrusha. Only a marriage, an interaction that would create almonus and gerushin, as opposed to a goy or an eved, they they would not create almonus and gerushin. There's no marriage at all. So Elamai, what? Who is this enoyish that the husband cannot put a kinoy on? The papa says it's excluding an animal because sleeping with an animal does not have the din of znus. There's no znus by behema. Rabba from Parzikai tells Ravashi. How do we know this, this thing that the Rabbana, where did the Rabbana get it from that there is no znus by behema? Because the Pasuk says, Loisovi esnan zonino mechir kelev. Rabbana tells us that while an esnan zonino, a gift given to a zonino, touching out a, a kelev with a tle, those are usher, but you can't use that for, for Kedusha. But an esnan kelev paying to sleep with Dog or mechir zayna, trading shifcha zayna with a sheep, those would be motor. That money would be motor in the base of mikdash because the pasuk says gam shnehem that only those two isurim are usher, those listed in the parsha, not 
the other two. N- nothing beyond those two. Only Asnanzoina and Umechir Kelev. That being said, why does the Torah say Shechvas Zera? What's that including Gabe Soita? Once we establish that a husband can set a kinoi on a shach of someone who can't produce shech vazer, so then, what, then what's the Torah telling us? The Gemara says, have a b'raisa that says shech vazer as opposed to dover acher. Yeah, but what's dover acher? So Sheshe says, a kinoi won't work if he's if he warns her, shaloi kedarka. Rava says, that's not a chiddush. We already, the Pasuk already says, mishkave isha. Kedarka and Shaloi Kedarka both count as Akinoi. So why wouldn't they both count as sleeping together? So why would the Kinoi on Shaloi Kedarka not be effective? So Rav answers differently. That it, that it wouldn't be a good Kinoi if he warns her Derech not to have physical contact with him. Abaye says that's just Pritzos. There's no actual Isser in that. Midoi Raisa. So rather Abaye says that the kino won't work if he's makne her b'neshika, the tchilas biya. But that only works according to the Manomer, who says that only hara, which is the hachnosas atara, counts as a biya, but just a neshika does not count as a biya. That would be why the Pasuk is excluding and saying that the neshika wouldn't be, of, uh, saying a kinoi on just neshika wouldn't be a good kinoi. But according to Manomer, that says that hara, is the exact same thing as Nashika, they're both considered Bia. Then why would the the Pasuk be excluding Nashika? It should be the same thing as Ara. The Gemara reverts back to its first answer that the kinoi that the Torah is excluding is a kinoi on Derech Evarim, on physical contact. I might think that the Torah is setting up this kinoi on anything that the husband would be makbid on, and the husband would definitely be makbid on physical contact, derech evarim, kamash malon, that that would not constitute a valid kinoi. Thank you for learning with me. Have a wonderful day.